Live from Harrowstone, it's Splatterday Night Live with Steve Strapple, Brooks Campbell, Emily Campbell, Haley Gordon, and your host, Griffin Norman. Welcome to episode 31. It's Latter-day Night Live! Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, cause this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 31, guys, and it has been a doozy and a whirlwind for the past couple of episodes. You guys are cleaning house in this prison, but before we get back to that prison action, Steve, what kind of action you got going on over there? Well, Griffin, I will have you know that this is Team Slurp action, so adjust your listening accordingly. And here we go. You've gotten almost polite about that. You know, I, I, tr- I try to appeal to, to all sides. Okay. I work both sides of the aisle these days. Uh, but what exactly are you slurping there? Oh, that's a hams. I forgot to even say. I just assumed that people knew that. Well, after yes, or last episode's Natterdays. Uh, debacle. Yeah. Yeah. That, we slurped that. It wasn't exactly a hams. Yeah, I, I do want to say too that I am I am wearing a Ferasma T-shirt. It was homemade by one of our listeners, good friend of the pod, uh, user Deoxia Rio. I actually won a contest that her and her upcoming podcast, um, podcast for the Untimely Dead, was putting out. I got some super sweet dice that'll be rolling today. I think they fit really well with Matumbe, and uh, I got this really sweet fucking Ferasma T-shirt that says hashtag Team Slurp on the back. It's great. Nice. And a death cert my death certificate. <laughs> and that is on my fridge. That's uh Matumbe death certificate? No, no, like my death <laughs> no, certificate. No, Steve Travel death certificate. Yes. I apparently die from uh taking too large of a swig of hams after I bite into a can. Yeah, I think the next time you bite into a can, we're all gonna have to check your uh, esophagus for metal shards. Yeah. But by then it might be too late, who knows? Speaking of too late, Brooks, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Sazerac today. Oh, uh, Sazzy. Yeah, classy. Snazzy Sazzy. AF. That is yeah. classy. It's delicious. That's the classiest thing most of us ever drink. Speaking of classy, Haley, what are you drinking? I'm drinking rum and root beer. Very classy. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a live studio audience. We will get to them last. <laughs> Speaking of last, Emily, what are you drinking? There's two people left to go. (laughs) I'm drinking rum and some creamsicle Mio. Now, I I saw Brooks force the rest of the rum into that glass. How's it taste? Not as good as it was when I poured it. That's not true at all. When the gasoline queen says something was better when she poured it, that's that's a bold statement. As for me, I'm drinking a rum and coke. 
But we do have a uh, another living, breathing person in the studio with us. That would be Mr. Tim. What are you drinking, buddy? That's a hams, Griffin! <laughs> no! <laughs> Great. Another taking over. Yeah, so we got the live studio audience this episode. We got the prison. And for the first time, we got the digital map showing you guys exactly where you were when you struck down the Mosswater Marauder. Let's get the fuck into it, guys. Woo! You just took out the Mosswater Marauder. Some of you have taken some damage. I need the person closest to the room to make me a perception check. believe that is Tricky Ick. You got it. 16. 16. As you look into the room, again, you see that body. It looks like it's actually moved, like it's kind of crumpled over. Okay. You you look across the back wall and you're not really sure. It looks like some of the stonework is odd, but that's all you can tell with the 16. What are you guys doing? I don't know, like, are you Um, you know, he's he's still a child, so uh definitely going to I guess investigate a weird uh, stonework formation that might be in there. Okay. Should I roll another perception to uh, further investigate? For sure. Are you telling the rest of the party? Are you guys coming in after him, or is it going in alone? I mean, I'd follow him. Yeah. Okay. Ick isn't really going to tell anybody, though. I mean, he's just, just curious. Okay. Well, I'd probably walk in, and while I'm walking in, I'd, I'd like be healing myself just because I'm, I'm curious where the hell he's going. Sure. So Eclipse heads into the room. Ikmer, you're feeling along the wall. Make me another perception check. Seven. Seven, you really, I mean, it all feels like you feel around where you thought you saw weird stonework and and it feels smooth you can't really can't really decipher any seam or anything so you imagine that it's just a solid wall okay um then he's gonna walk up oh all right guys i guess it was nothing i was just seeing things now clip since you were in the room you may also make a perception check I got 15 on the die, so 21. 21. You can see that it looks like a section of this wall is actually a door. Whoa, shit. Oh, wait wait a minute. My detective skills were tingling after all. (laughs) So So can I try and open the door? Yes, you may. Um, And you search around and you find a loose brick. You pull the brick from the wall and it slides to the side and you see this alcove and you see a bunch of items Ooh-hoo. okay all right leave it up to the ghost dwarf to have a little hidey hole hidey hole so you see two crossbows a bunch of bolts a bunch of crossbow bolts like cases of them you see a wand. 
you see what look like flasks with liquid in them. Four of them. You see this rope coiled up, and then you see a bunch of armor and weapons. You see five racks, kind of like busts, holding sets of armor on them. Two of them are leather. Three of them appear to be chain. And then you see a couple of long swords and a couple of axes. Uh, guys, you gotta get in here for this. This is a lot of stuff. I think there's probably magic. Well, there's definitely some magic in here, but I don't know about the weapons. And I'm gonna start while, like, everyone else is on their way in, and, and I'm sure Lero's probably gonna, like, do some magic stuff, but I'm gonna start grabbing, like, the wand and the flask, at least, and, uh, you know, object read. Okay. So, the wand, you grab it. It is a wand of hold person. Cool! <laughs> Don't knock your uh, dice tray over. So it is a wand of hold person with 11 charges in it. Are the rest of you filing into the room? Yes, and Lyra would be detecting magic so on the cache. Lyra detects magic on a case of the crossbow bolts, one of 13. Dang. She detects it on the wand, on the flasks, on the rope, and on one of the suits of chain armor. Wow. I'm going to wow. touch that rope. So you hold the rope, and it almost moves at your touch. Uh-oh. You know this to be a rope of climbing. A pretty cool magical item. For the rope of climbing can propel you upwards or forwards and attach to something of your choosing when the command word is spoken. It also can knot itself and unknot itself on its own. On your command. This will be nice to uh, hold... A lot of people, if we need to, or or hold them in place, I guess. But we have to be nice about it. Just ask the rope to be not too tight. Hey, uh, Matumbe, this I think would probably be best in your hands. Oh, um, Matumbe, well. instead of climbing up in two rolls, just slowly ten feet <laughs> up around, <laughs> goes up the hole. You see, uh, it, it's not that I am, am afraid of heights, it's just that... Uh, there's not many high vistas or overlooks in the Milwaukee Express. It's just not, not something uh-huh, I am uh-huh. used to. It's the just, it's command just not. word is definitely chicken. Oh. Uh-huh. You have to Chicky. bark like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Baka. Baka. Oh, gosh. Okay. Are, Lyra, are you spellcrafting some of the other items? Yeah, she would be very interested in the crossbow bolts. Okay. That's a 23. She would know that this is a case of 10 plus one crossbow bolts. Ooh, that's nice. How many are in a case? 10. Oh, okay. So there's ten, oh, 13 so cases. Okay. Ten of, or one of the cases is magical. The other cases are mundane crossbow bolts, you would imagine. Yeah. Pierre is definitely taking those. Okay. Eclipse, are you grabbing anything else? Uh, Matumbe, do you have spellcraft? Are you spellcrafting anything? Um, I do, but I don't know how useful it is when we could just object read it. Making a praise check. On the uh, on the chain shirt? I imagine Lyra is kind of 
scanning the room and pointing out what is magical with her detect magic, Matumbe would be going around to the non-magical things while Eclipse is going to the sure. magical things and um, checking them out. I, I mean, I can go around, but I'm not going to do much with an eight total. With an eight total, oh yeah. My, God, my bonus is an eight. My bonus is three. All right, let's let's let's, let's calm down. Let's not so compare you, bonuses here. So you can't really <laughs> you can't really tell much of all of them. I mean, you think that they look like they're good quality, but sure, you don't use weapons, and your armor is not like your your horn armor is not this leather or this chain. So you're yeah. not you're not equipped to tell if that's these are really I'm, good. I, I'm a, you know familiar with, but Eclipse, what are you grabbing next? The chain shirt. The chain shirt. The one that you said was magical. Is a plus one chain shirt. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Anybody need that? I mean, any of the... I think everyone else can use that but you. Matumbe would probably be best for that. I've got scale mail already. Oh. Um, yeah, I can I can check it out. Make sure... I can use a chain shirt, except it's medium. I thought... Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's light armor. Mm-hmm. So, actually, it might be better for Lyra because you guys both have medium armor on, correct? Yeah, my, my bonus right now is a plus five. Oh, yeah, it's that's what mine a, is, too. A plus one chain shirt would be five. Plus okay, five. so, yeah, that doesn't... But it would reduce your armor penalties because yeah. it's light. Do you want... Do you want... I think Matumbe could switch his armor with Lyra's and then take the plus one chain. Can, can Lyra wear... I'm wearing light armor right now, so I have to check to see if so I can wear it. So you probably well, oracles can wear light and medium, unless oh, okay. you're some weird. I mean, I don't think your archetype changes that. I could be wrong. I don't think so. I'll double check. Um, so yes, you could do that, or you could give it to Lyra because she's wearing light armor and she's probably the least armored of the three of you. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and not role play where uh, Matumbe takes off his clothes and makes Lyra wear them. Let's yeah, I feel like you still have to resize it at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matumbe is almost large. Armor. Very close. Uh, okay, well... Is there anything else magical that we missed? You don't know what the flasks contain. I'll grab them. Okay. <laughs> there are three potions of cure moderate wounds, one potion of shield. Cool. Okay. What is that, by the way? Shield? Yeah. It's the shielded, like, you know how mage armor... Gives you a magical armor bonus. Yeah. Shield gives you a magical shield bonus. God. So for somebody that either can't wield a shield or doesn't currently have a shield, that yeah. bonus would be on top of their regular armor. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Matumbe. I, I, I use a shield, so it's probably would be a probably oh. would be a wash for Matumbe to have it. Then definitely Lyra. Yeah. One of the ladies. Or well, well actually, well, Eclipse is in combat, yeah, and she I, uses like a two-handed weapon. So, oh, so shield would benefit her because she because gets a shield bonus it. even though she's using she, a two-handed weapon. Two hands, two hands, very clever. You guys figured that out. That can I roll all. a quick? Sorry, can I just roll a quick uh, appraisal? Yes, you may. Sorry. Natural twenty. <laughs> Natural twenty. You can appraise everything in this damn room. You can tell that the. The rest of the armor, so the two chain shirts and the two leather armors are masterwork. You can tell that the four long swords in here are masterwork and the four great axes in here are masterwork. 
Hey, uh, Ick, a lot of this is really valuable. We gotta start putting it into the bag of holding. Okay, yeah, that that sounds that sounds good. I'll I'll get it all in there. Make me a knowledge, local, or history. Those who have one or the other. Pick uh, one or the other. 20 to a 2, so does a 9 give you anything? No. How about a 23? A 23. Thank you. You'd imagine this is a secret guard cache, and you can see that one of the one of the busts does not have a set of armor on it. You would imagine that this remained relatively unlooted because it was hidden, but it appears that somebody found it. You think that there must have been some sort of huge commotion for the guards not to come grab this rope. Yeah. Because the rope would have gotten them out. Sure. No matter what their climb check is. All right. So we've got a mystery set of armor missing. All right. Okay. Oh, shit. That was actually... uh, you guys are tracking your potions. That potion of shield was a potion of shield of faith. Okay, I got it. Now, what are you guys? Uh, what are you guys up to? Well, I'm gonna real quick heal everybody, um, and I'll just I'll just roll and like put the numbers up, guys. That's fine. <laughs> okay. You tell me when you're good with a thumbs up. How many uh, charges do you have left? I mean, you did have that fifty charge wand, but you guys burned through a good bit of it in the. So far, we've used 18 charges. Holy guacamole. Okay. You guys are burning okay, right though. through that wand. Burn totally it up. Totally okay. That's what it's there for. You need to start dual-wielding wands. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you guys are healed up, what is the game plan? You've opened the door, the portcullis here that was locked shut. You opened with the lever last episode you have an entrance point into the reaper's hold is that where you're heading yes yeah and and matumbe is going to take a moment while everyone's moving out and he's going to open up his book he's going to flip through some pages back to an appendix and he's going to recite a quick verse to himself from the back of the book and that switches out his teamwork feat for the day and I'm going to be switching my lookout to shake it off. Shake it off? Yeah. What's that? <laughs> What's that verse that Avatibe recites? Shake it off. Shake. Shake it off. Quote <laughs> <laughs> Phrasma. That's Phrasma. Okay, so you I, guys, I don't know any other words from that song. You guys head into this pitch black cell block. You look around. Igmer has dark vision. Make a perception check in the room. All right. 11. You look around the room as you guys enter, so bring yourselves further in, and you see empty cell blocks. Their doors hang ajar. You can't really... You don't see bodies or anything like you saw on the second floor. It just looks like these are empty. Hmm. Oh, by the way, Matumbe, it's it's okay that you're not as good of a detective as I am. It's I I <laughs> knew there was that secret cache there based on my just detective instincts. So, 
Ikma, clearly I would have seen that secret cache. I just wasn't in the room. Well, uh, healthy detective banter. <laughs> <laughs> it's really what, what this podcast thrives on, is this detective banter. Well, actually, Matumbe, based on the fact that uh, we're doing detective work, it's actually kind of strange that there are no bodies in here. Wouldn't they all have died in the fire? I agree. It is strange. I, I I know for a fact there was some sort of riot. Maybe these prisoners all escaped and raised some hell. I think further investigation is necessary. I concur. So you guys walk into the room and you begin to survey it. I imagine you do a lap. But all you really see are these empty cell blocks, or cells. You see empty cells all around you with their doors hanging ajar. And then you see a passage to the south. Do you think they escaped through here, Matumbe? I think that is very likely. I say we investigate further. I think we found a clue. Okay, so you guys are heading to the south through the passage... You see a door in front of you down this path. Do you open it? Lyra would try to detect magic through it first. She does not detect magic. But does Matumbe detect evil? Matumbe does not detect evil. Okay. All right. uh, You guys, uh, I'll go in first, but be wary. Uh, We're still not sure where all these... uh, these bodies went, so. And then Ikmer would open the door. Okay. Ikmer opens the door, and this is what he sees. Numerous grisly tools of torment decorate the room, from cages to hanging chains along the wall to a stretching rack, a large wooden tank, and a fire pit in the middle of the room. To the east stands a grim iron maiden, the lid closed and presenting a stern decoration of a tormented woman upon its face. The broken, twisted skeleton of a human dressed in a tattered guard's uniform lies upon the stretching rack in the middle of the room. The body is surrounded by several discarded knives, branding irons, and pliers. A large, blood-stained wicker basket sits at the head of the rack. This looks like a torture room to Ikmer. What do you do? Oh, guys. Uh, you know, this this room really isn't, well, well, well kept or, you know, it, it, it's, to be honest, I, I'm not really okay with spending too much time in here, but a lot of, a lot of bad things happened in here. Stuff that really wasn't necessary, even for prisoners. I detected no current evil, but I feel that maybe some past evils were conducted in this room. I suggest we look through, but not linger too long. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, I don't know, I don't know if the sheriff was worse than maybe Vesoriana thought, but we also have to find his badge, and we haven't seen it anywhere else. This is true. So you guys enter the room. Yeah, that's the smart thing to do, I guess. Okay. 
move your characters where you're going. Dick what Mayer you're would investigating. Go up to the stretching table that has the body on it. You can see that this body does have a guard's uniform on it. Make a heel check. 19. With a 19, you're examining the body. You can see that this body has broken bones. The hands are completely severed off. The hips are dislocated. And the jaw is shattered. You see what appears to be numerous long, thin needles that have been driven into where the ears would have been into the eye sockets, into the elbows, the hips, and the knees. Dear God. It looks like this body was tortured. Upon further investigation, and with your 19, you see what looks like a metal object in the mouth, and you can imagine that this might have been what whoever was torturing this man used to shatter his jaw. Do you investigate it further? Yeah, Ikmer would still do that. He is curious as equally as he is disgusted with the uh, practices that went on here. It's actually uh, probably pretty uh, flashback trauma-inducing for him, to be honest. But he would definitely investigate further and uh, be very curious about whether these were prisoners that did this or other guards so Ikmer reaches into the mouth for this metal object and as he pulls it away the jaw actually falls from the skull and clatters to the ground in a couple of pieces it appears to be a badge and the badge reads Vaishan Hawkran Warden what is it you have there, Ikma? I don't think it's good news. And he is going to uh, show everyone the, the badge. So it may seem that we have found the warden's fate. He obviously may not have been the best of man, but no one deserves this fate. Are you passing this badge around? Or is Igmar holding on to it? If they accepted it, uh, he probably would give it to them, but wouldn't be overly, uh, I guess, he's not playing hot potato with it. I think he, like, passes it around for the party to examine. Is that if, fair to if say? They fe- if they feel like it, he probably would give it away pretty quick. He probably isn't very happy to be uh, as close to the situation as he is. So everybody kind of crowds around the stretching rack, and the badge goes person to person until it lingers in Eclipse's hands. And you guys see the telltale sign of Eclipse going into one of her states. This time, she's looking down on the writhing body of a man on a stretching rack. 
she has this badge in her hand and she shoves it into the man's mouth, forcing him to bite down as she inserts needles into his kneecaps. The man writhes, but he's attached. And she can't help but feel that he earned this. This man earned this for keeping her trapped here. She takes her trusty axe and one by one lops off each of the man's hands. And then she flashes back. You guys are in this room. You can imagine that this is your your guy who you were sent down here to find. Warden Hawker and himself strapped to this table, tortured to death. You know, I'm starting to think that it's, uh, I mean, even for a prison, this, this room doesn't really seem necessary. Matumbe looks from person to person and says, This ends now. We finish what we started. We defeat this splatter man and we leave this accursed place. Purge the injustice that was done here. Let it rot. No one deserves this. They paid their time. It's not right. And so you proceed. Everybody make a perception check now that you're in the room. If it's to find weapon caches, Ikmer is very alert. Oh, okay. Good. (laughs) He's at an 11, though, outside of uh, weapon caches. I have a 26 or a 31 because I got a natural 20. Okay. Nice. Anybody else above a 20? No. Nope. Eclipse, coming through in the clutch once again, sees on the eastern side of the wall a... It might be... It looks to you like a secret passageway leading out of this room. I will investigate it and tell the party... Make another perception check. That although I'm not a dwarf, I keep finding things in these stones. Another 20. (laughs) I'm not kidding. You see the Iron Maiden... (laughs) Save those rolls. Save it for combat. God. You see the Iron Maiden to your left begin to slowly creak open. You are the only one that may act in the surprise round. Make a... Well, everybody roll for initiative. First off. Woo! Ikmer's ready. Natural 20. Natty 20 for Ikmer. I'm sure he's going to do a lot against this haunt. 23. So 23 for Ik... Lyra? 25. 25. What? I'm going to roll this brand new set of die for the first time. Let's see how I do. Okay, that's a three off the die. <laughs> <laughs> the luck is Fucking not changed. Dioxyurio doing me dirty. That's an eight total. Eight total. Ugh. Haley? Uh, I got a nine total. Nine total. 
Unfortunately, Eclipse is the only one to act in the surprise round. And the haunt goes before her. Eclipse, make me a will save. Okay, that's a 19 on the die. Uh, plus four will get me to 23, unless it's against mind affecting or spell shadow. With a 23, you see what appears to be one of your little brothers in the open Iron Maiden. He screams for help before you're able to shake the image off. It's your turn. But I shook the image off, right? You shook the image off. You succeeded your will save. Okay. Well, I'm going to continue to open, I guess, this door, because right now, all I can tell is there's some sort of haunt at the Iron Maiden. So I'm going to, I guess, tell the party, uh, guys, ignore anything you see in that Iron Maiden. It's definitely not real. And then try and open this passageway. Okay. You can get right into the passageway. Okay, cool. So... It's cleverly hidden, but it's not closed off with a door or anything. Gotcha. So you can you can move right through it if you'd like to move. Yeah, so I'll move um, 5, 10, 15, 20. 20 feet in, and it is Lyra's turn. If she sees Eclipse moving through, she would just follow. Yeah, and Eclipse did just say, like, she thinks there's a haunt on the Iron Maiden, so... But does she have to, like, touch it or anything to move If she it? wanted to kill it, it's in the corner of the room right now. We also have haunt siphons, still. We've never used, yeah. I mean, honestly, just, like, yeah. if we just want a dispatch of this, go ahead and use it. If, honestly, but it's like, this isn't what we're coming for. We're not coming for a haunt. That's very true. I, I do think that we would be wasting our precious little time or spells or possibility of, I mean, we right now are as healthy as we can be. So I, I'd I say think, haunt siphon yeah. or nothing, basically. All right. So then why don't you do what Lyra would do and probably run. Yeah. And probably run. What happened last time Lyra like went back to try to do things uh, and it didn't go so well when we were on the first level of the prison. She's just going to uh, go down the passageway and follow Eclipse. Okay. Ikmer, you're up. The handle of your sword is warm. <laughs> Not that it really matters. Matumbe, you go in front of me. I'll uh, I'll protect you from behind and uh, make sure Lyra and Eclipse are protected once they get to the other side. I'll be right behind you. And then he will uh, hold his turn until directly after uh, Matumbe. Okay. It's the Haunt's turn. Matumbe is closest to it. Please make me a will save. Matumbe is also adjacent to Ikmer, so is going to get a plus one to his save because <laughs> shake it off, shake it off. Whoa, that die went far. Brooks, what did I get? Four? Thirteen. Thirteen, okay. That was, <laughs> that was confusing. What's your total? Um, Seventeen total. Seventeen. Thank you, buddy. You see the figure of Kizza in the mouth of the Iron Maiden 
screaming out for her father, she reaches out and you shake it off. <sighs> you fiend of a haunt. You dine to prey on my emotions. Oh, my beloved daughter, I will leave you behind to rot for eternity. And Matumbe is going to double double move through the um, through this little passageway. Okay. Matumbe moves through the passageway. Ikmer, it is your turn. You held your turn. Uh, you moving up with them? M- Mr. Hunt, what, what he said. And then he's just going to... Ikmer double birds and back. <laughs> Perfect. Incredible that he can do a double bird while wielding a shield and a sword. <laughs> Somehow, he makes it happen. Did I get skipped? Oh, the haunt is you 10. Did. You were right before. I was 9. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think it would really matter, but yes, you may move. Or... All right. Yeah, no, I, I, would, I would move another into the, like... It looks like, so it's like a small little... Yeah, um, it looks like a weird dugout path. Yeah. Make a... If any of you have knowledge dungeoneering. Nah. Oh, don't know do how I to, have don't knowledge? Know how to do this. That's another three off the die. Uh, thanks a lot, Deoxia. Uh, if only that was on your will save. I know. you. Yeah, that would be terrible, actually. You know, you came in clutch on the will save. I changed my mind. You're okay in my book. Um, that's going to be in 11 total. 11 total... You're not really sure. The only thing you can tell is these walls don't look man-made. Don't look man-made? Could be woman-made. Yeah, I don't think... They don't look (laughs) person-made. Thank you. What kind of thing? What are we about to deal with? Is it dwarven-made? Are you kidding me? (laughs) What? Is it elven-made? Could it possibly be... Is it hurdle of my sword warp? (laughs) Sorry, Shut. y'all are making jokes, and I'm over here freaking out because I was expecting not, like, a creature. <laughs> Does it look like a creature? I mean, no, but, like, water. how would it be man? It looks like a man- cave system. A cave system? Yeah. Yeah, water is really powerful. You stop it with that. Power of water. Does Lyra fear- feel extra at home here? It, Lyra feels the opposite of that. Oh. Of all people to know about under, underground caves and their potential danger, I think Lyra would. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right. So are you guys making your way through this? You can you can ease up on the uh, the <laughs> combat music at this point because you guys expertly walked five more feet away from the hall. <laughs> Nobody liked that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, our players didn't like it either. See Mr. how much live of a you guys are? You know, uh, please just hit us up on Discord, Twitter, Reddit. Let us know, and we will feel free to uh, express our condolences for our poor, poor combat. Everybody asked Brooks how his improv skills are going. <laughs> Could be worse. Could be worse. So you guys are moving down the hallway, but we just took a quick booze break, and I wanted to address what the gasoline queen has made, because it sounded really foul. Absolutely foul. Emily, what'd you make? This is what I deal with. 
And it looks like swamp water. It looks like Ickmer's loincloth. We have to take a picture of this. It, if it hasn't already. Worse. This we is haven't worse already. than his loincloth. Emily, what, what you got there? So just for context, this was the only alcohol I personally had here. You were offered vodka. I have vodka. a handle of you vodka offered, downstairs. You were offered many other... Fuck, I would have given you, you a hand. Even, <laughs> don't you even start with that. Don't start with that. All right, all right. It is... Blue Curacao and the orange creamsicle meal water that I started out the night with. Give me a sip of that. I don't. I don't bad. trust your reaction. It's not we bad. Need, we need like uh, Ooh. a purify food and drink up in <laughs> that's here. That's a. That's an odd scent. It's so green. It's aggressively green. Oh, that's fine. Can I please? Try yeah. That's really Probably not that bad. Because you diluted it so poorly with so much water. It tastes like that. That um, anyone who's worked in like fast food or um, or like at like some backwoods pizza place, it's like the rip off of Seven Up that's called Slice. It kind of tastes like that. Oddly specific, but very. Oddly I don't know. I don't know enough about Slice to confirm or deny. So diluted with water, so much mio in there, and then on top of that, blue curacao is just. So syrup already it's alcoholic it's what 20 percent blue curacao is 20 percent it's more than that anyways the bunch of bougie drinkers here i'm sorry yeah absolutely we, even our live studio audience ground the episode to a halt <laughs> okay so hands. you guys head down this cave-like passage. What's your marching order? I mean, now that we've found a little bit of space to move around, I think Ikmer, Matumbe, Eclipse, Lyra. I agree with that. Yep. Okay. You walk down this cave and you exit into the back end of what looks like a cell. You can see that the iron bars of the of the door are swung open, and multiple other cells surround this room. You see several iron doors lining the wall, but the cell block here is partially ruined. All of the doors here hang askew on their hinges revealing the empty cells beyond and partially burnt wooden support timbers still function to the north while to the south they've collapsed and caused the cell walls to crumble as well. Rivulets of water drip down the southwestern wall to create a shallow pool in the ruined portion of the room with overflow filling an oubliette hole in the middle of the room nearly to the rim. And you guys can see that at the center of the room, this oubliette filled with water 30 feet deep. I need everyone to make me a perception check. Hitmer is not attentive at all. With what? The handle of your sword is warm. 23 or 28. Oh, oh boy, guys. The, uh, the handle of my sword is warm. Five total. That was a natural one. 17 for Lyra. Eclipse is the only one to notice. 
At first, you see rivulets of water dripping on the wall. And then, almost disbelieving it, Eclipse takes a second look and it's blood dripping from the walls. Everybody roll for initiative. Oh, boy. I got another natural 20, guys. Wow. Hot tonight. Yeah, keep them rolling. 23 for initiative. Lyra, what do you got? 18. Ikmer? 10. What's your modifier? 3. Matumbe? 19. Okay. Eclipse, you are first to act in the surprise round. The haunt has not yet activated. I am going to drink the potion of shield of faith. Okay. The haunt activates now, and I need everybody to make me a will save. Oh, yeah. Ikmer gets to add his uh, plus two because of the holy symbols. Matumbe adds his plus two by being next to two of his good friends. That's pretty nice. How sweet is that? 19 total, Griffin. Okay. Lyra? 23. Eclipse? Uh, 22, unless it's against mind affecting or shadow. Ikmer? 20. None of you know what's happening. Cool. Okay. But the handle of my sword is still warm, so even Ikmer can figure out that it's still a haunt. Even Ikmer. It is now Eclipse's turn in the regular initiative order. I am going to put the... uh, I'm going to pull the spell book out as well. Okay. And I am going to say, Hey, Slatterman, are you here? And gently begin to tear one page. Okay. Oh, I'll also take a, a step in. Sorry. Yeah, I can't really see you in the passage. Yeah. You get no response. Matumbe. All right, Matumbe is going to flip open his book really fast. He's going to recite a quick passage to himself, and his eyes glow purple, casting protection from evil on himself. Does he move at all, or is that his turn? He's doesn't have much to go on here honestly he hasn't seen anything he's he felt something happen he rolled a will save but he doesn't know what what his assailant is or where his assailant's coming from um maybe he'll step up because we're in a cell right now it's looks like it's about 20 feet wide by 10 so he'll step up to the front of the cell to the exit yeah right by the exit but not leave quite yet and that would be his whole turn. Lyra, you're up. Can Lyra make some sort of roll to see where the haunting energy is coming from? You haven't seen anything about this haunt. The only one that has is Eclipse, and she has not shared information with you. Okay. Wait, I didn't... You didn't say Sorry, the walls I didn't... are bleeding. No, I didn't know that they didn't see that the walls were bleeding. I guess I, I missed that. That, that Yeah, the... you're the only one that made your perception check. So, no, you have no idea what's happening. You're also in the that. hallway. Okay. So, rewind a little, because I didn't, I, like, missed that they did not know. Okay, so you say that? Yeah. 
And I would have been like, hey, guys, this isn't water. If you go on. into the room, you can make a knowledge religion check. Okay. That was me, like, messing up. <laughs> I know, but hand off the pawn. Probably won't matter. That's only a six. A six? You have no idea what's going on. Ikmer. All right, so... Did Eclipse say that or not? Sure. Okay. So based on that, Ikmer would definitely pull out the haunt siphon. He doesn't have much else in the I guess uh, realm of uh, supernatural abilities and so, so he's using it yes he would try his best to, to use it roll your 3d6 we haven't used one of these right you've used one already uh, yeah Lyra used one so you have two alright not super great total eight ooh that's shitty all right, everybody make a will save. Can this be against evil? Yes. Okay, cool. Is it an enchantment effect? Nope. Mm. 23. You're good. Unless it's mind effect and no shadow. I shouldn't have walked away from the party. That's a 13. Okay. 17. Nine. Okay, Ooh. so Matumbi and Lyra see their names begin to be written in blood on the wall. The first letter of each of their names appears on the far walls of the cell. You each take two wisdom damage. Oh, shit! And you're each filled with the compulsion and the belief that whatever is happening in this room is stealing your knowledge and your wisdom. And you need to fight back. On your next turn, you will attack at the letters that have been written on the wall for both of your names. It is Eclipse's turn. What do you do? I... You also see none of this. Right. But I know something keeps happening. And you did see the blood on the walls. Yeah, you saw the blood on the walls, so... Okay, so... Here's the thing. Um, want to know if what what kind what type of move would be ripping out uh, a few pages of this book? A standard action. That's a standard action. You can rip out as few or as many as you want as a standard action. Okay. I can't guarantee it's going to do anything. That's fine. I am going to walk out of the cell in towards the middle of the room, like right. Right, um, one step out of the cell. So I'm currently in front of the rest of the party. Um, and I am actually going to cast a warding weapon. And my uh, non magical battle axe will fly up. Okay. Matumbe, you're up. Griffin, can you show me on the map where the letters are? It is in the cell directly across from you on the wall. All right. Um, so do I need to go into the other cell? or I do. Okay, cool. So Matumbe is going to come out of his cell. He's going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And, and then he can attack. All right. And Matumbe is going to take a swing at the wall with his book. Hit him with the book. 
giving him the book. 14 on the die. That's a 22. That hits. Somehow I feel like this is not going to be good for me. Good. High damage. Uh, 10 points of damage. Okay. You regain two points of wisdom. Oh, as the letter really? disappears. Wow. That's, okay. that's awesome. Lyra, you're up. You can tell that your letters are written in the cell adjacent to you against the back wall. Adjacent to you, oh. yes. To your uh, to the south. She's going to have to make a double move action to get into that cell. Okay. So that's all she can do. Ikmer. All right. He is going to follow Lyra and say to her, uh, Lyra, I, I know you have a hot siphon somewhere. I, I used mine. It, it helped. It helped. I promise. I, I can help you. And uh, I guess, and I, and I know that she can't exactly, uh, or in her right mind isn't helping me. But would I be able to find it on her belt or pockets? I'll say on your next turn as a full round action, you can find it from her. Okay. Because it's not like readily available on her belt and you're going to be like searching for it from a person who is not like trying to give it to you. So I'll let you do it, but it's not going to be easy. Okay, so then since he hasn't taken a standard action, um, he will just go, uh, I guess, it, can you still go total defense where he is uh, as a standard? Is that a standard or full round action? Total defense. It's a standard action. So yes, he can go full total defense. Okay, so then uh, that's what he'll do. He'll guard the the cell uh, with Lyra in it. Okay. Everybody make a will save. Ugh. Natural 20. Sorry. Hey, you're good. Cool. I got a 21. You're good. Also got a 21 for Lyra. Yeah. Ten. You take two points of wisdom damage as you see your name written on the wall in front of you. Lyra, you still see your name written on the wall. You still have that wisdom damage. Uh, It's not... Go ahead. If it's her turn, she would try to attack the letters? It's not. It's Eclipse's okay. turn. Do you have knowledge religion? Ha! I do have that now. Roll it. Because I took that. That's how it works. I, I know. <laughs> 17. You know that the walls are the locus of this haunt. So if you direct any positive energy or damage at the walls, it will likely damage the haunt. You've all also the walls? All of the walls in this room. Oh, okay. They are also, all bleeding. So. You also know that the damage that your friends have been doing has been hurting the haunt, even if it's not positive energy. Okay. Um, 
Hey guys, it's the walls. So, the walls are the haunt. Um, and I'm gonna. I guess I would have to pull out the wand and cast. Okay. You can do that. Yeah. Move action, pull out the wand, standard action, cast it. Right. What are you casting? Oh, I would cast Cure Light Wounds at a okay. wall. Four damage. I got a will save, right? For half. Yeah. Yep. Three on the die won't save. So four damage. Yep. Matumbe, you're up. Matumbe, taking a cue from his uh, good buddy Ick, says, I guess I've been saving it for something, and pulls out his haunt siphon. Okay. All right, it's the only one he has. Um, how, how does one use a haunt siphon? You open up the cap. All you have to do is uncap it? The energy comes out of the top of the haunt siphon and attacks a haunt as long as it's within a, I think, 30-foot radius of you, which it certainly is. All right, and he's right up against the wall, so he uncaps it, and I'm going to roll 3d6 right now. Not terrible. Ten. I'll go ahead and take that wondrous item off my sheet. You begin to hear a rumbling. You can tell, and Ikmer can tell because the handle of his sword has gone cold, that you've defeated the haunt in this room. Unfortunately, the necromantic energy of this haunt was holding the room together. And the ceiling begins to fall. Oh. On the players, everybody make me a reflex save. Dear God. All right. Is this still considered a haunt in the... No longer considered a haunt. Okay. And so protection from evil, I'm sure. Does would. not affect. Okay. 16. Oh, boy. 15. 8. 10. Okay, so you all take full damage from this. Whoa. Fuck. Wow. Ooh. You all take 12 points of damage as parts of the ceiling begin to fall on you. And you see from behind Matumbe, behind Eclipse, and in front of Lyra. Well, actually, let me roll to make sure I don't roll men. Oh, that's even worse. Behind Matumbe, behind Eclipse, in front of Lyra, and in front of, or between Eclipse and Ikmer appear dire rats. Please place bottle caps at those locations. You see these dire rats appear, but the haunt is gone. Matumbe was the last to act. That is correct. So now it is Lyra. Now that the haunt is over, is her name gone? Her name is gone. Okay, does she get the wisdom back? She does not. Ah. Not good for Lyra. No, that's not great. Uh, But she is going to take her heavy mace, plus one heavy mace, and try to attack that dire rat. Okay. Get it. It's a 15. That'll hit. Good job. Roll some damage. Seven damage. Seven damage. It's still up. And unfortunately, after Lyra, 
It's the enemy's turn. And you see, rising from the pool of water in the center in the oubliette, this figure flies to the top of the oubliette. I've been watching you. (laughs) I've seen what you can do and you've been a thorn in my side this entire time. I haven't had a live subject in a long time, but now I have the four of you. I'm going to make this last. Tell Gibbs when you reach for asthma. Tell him hello for me. That poor man. (laughs) You killed an innocent. Idiots. You fools. As this apparition rises to the top of the oubliette. And you see these bolts of red light fly from his fingertips and hit each of you for five points of damage. They rip through your body. And on the back of the wall nearest you, you see this blood splatter form the first letter of your name as the splatter man rises from the oubliette and attacks all of you. You each take a point of bleed damage persistent on your round as the splatter man appears. Now his rats act and they attack the party. The first one attacks at Lyra. 19 on the die. Does a 20 hit? Yes, it does. Okay. You take three points of damage, and I need you to roll me a fortitude save. I rolled a 20, so that's a 24. Okay, you are all good. The rat behind Eclipse with its flanking bonus attacks at Eclipse. Six on the die will not hit, but the one in front of her attacks at her as well. Three on the die will not hit, and the one behind Matumbe attacks at him. Would this be an evil summon creature? This is, and so, no matter what it rolls, it cannot hit you. Thank you, Griffin. Love you, too. With that, it's Ikmer's turn. The Splatterman, if you could give me a base, is up 15 feet in the air. Griffin is, is... Was that just like a tremor where some rocks fell from the ceiling, or does this like cavern or, or uh, prison block continue to collapse? Matumbe can make me a knowledge engineering on his turn. All right, on his on his turn. I know. Uh, all right. Um. Wow. I really want to get after this horrible, horrible person. Not just for harming his party, but he actually really liked uh, Father Zolkar down at the bar. Well, the Marauder did that to him, but... Oh. Wow. Well, he's no less to blame. But, uh, you know, because he doesn't have a ton of time to think on his hand, uh, think about all of this, he's just going to go after the rat that is adjacent to him. Okay. Uh, 
It's not gonna hit. You sure? What'd you get? Ten total. That does not hit. Eclipse, you're up. Okay. Um, Eclipse is going to unleash um, a ray of energy at this Splatterman. Okay. Uh, you have to cast defensively. No. Oh, yes, you have warding weapon up. Correct. Way to think ahead. Uh, will 20 hit his touch? Yes. All right. Nice. You're corporeal, correct? I am. Now I have. I affect things differently, though. 75% instead of 50%. Yes. Got it. Very cool. Huh. With 12 energy damage. Okay. Nice. Sounds good. Matumbe's up. All right. I definitely want to roll that knowledge engineering. 12 off the die. That's going to bring me up to a 17. You think you're safe for now. Sweet. Um, I do have a view on the Splatterman. Yes. I know one of the uh, Harrowstone five prisoners was a wraith. The other couple were haunts. Can I, is there, can I roll knowledge religion to see what I think this one might be? Yes. Cool. Cool. One off the die. That's a nine. You don't know. Cool. Um, and just, just for the record, he was not using his new die. I wasn't. I'll get back on those in a second. Um, and for the my last question is, where exactly are my letters? Are they behind the rat? Because that is kind of a through line. Didn't you hit your letters? Yeah, I just didn't know if it went from the Splatterman to me to behind me, which would be a different place. Than- yes, it is behind you. It is at okay. like the nearest wall to you. So then... If it pushed it out, it would be there. But if it is the closest one, it's right here. It imagine it hit you from the direction of the splatter man, and so it so then it literally bursts through your body like a shotgun blast all okay. over the wall That's, behind you. That, that was my question. Yes, perfect. Thank you very much. All right. So in order to get to those letters, which is what I want to do, um, there's a rat in between Matunde and the letters. He's going to take a swing at the rats with the book. Now I know this nullifies the protection from evil I have against this rat, but I need to get it dead. 11 off the die, that is a 19 to hit. That hits. All right. That was the new die. That was, thank you, Deoxy. All right, that is eight points of bludgeoning damage. Still up. Cold iron, if it matters. It does not. It's also a plus one book, if it matters. I mean, (laughs) I'm, 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 I'm trying, man. It doesn't matter. Man, Unless sorry. you didn't factor that plus one in. It no, it's, in, it's it, These are some tough rat bastards. They are. With that, it's Lyra's turn. She does have a rat right in between her and the wall, and so she can't cast spells either, so she is going to try to attack the rat again. 14. That will hit. Nice. And unfortunately, it's only four damage. It's okay. It's already damaged. That rat damage. is dead. Yes! Yay! All right. Is that your turn? Are you moving? I guess if the rat's dead, she'll move up to the wall where her letter is. Mm Mm-hmm. And that'll be her turn. Okay. 
Splatterman was damaged this round, and he didn't love it. Eclipse, take 20 points of damage. Holy shit. Whoa! Fires a maximized magic missile at you, and four more letters of your name appear on the wall. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus Murphy. The rat then attacks you. (laughs) Alias convulsing. Four on the die does not hit the rat behind Ikmer attacks. Actually, it attacks at Eclipse because it is flanking. Oh, no. Misses with the four on the die again. And the rat next to Matumbe is controlled by the Splatter Man who is incredibly intelligent. Mm -hmm. He will have the rat move through Matumbe, which will provoke an attack of opportunity. 17 on the die. That will no, hit. that hits. All right. How do you feel about seven more points of damage? Dead. Boom! Yes. Get out of here, rat. The Splatter Man laughs. <laughs> hey, Vance. <laughs> I see you there. You tried to leave without me, didn't you? Didn't you? It's now Ikmer's turn. All right. He's going to take that five foot step toward Eclipse and give her a his potion of cure moderate. I, I have I have two of them. You have two of them? Yeah. I need you to kill the rats. Like that's what I need. They're flanking her and also yeah. provoking AOOs on her so she can't do anything. Please okay. kill the rats. Then uh, he'll still move uh, to where he is uh, but even though because of that, he is directly beside Eclipse and still attack the rat that is in between the Splatterman and Eclipse. Does a 16 hit? Yes. All right. 10 damage. Dead. Yes! Woo! Nice. Yes. Thank goodness. Thank you. It ne- yeah. He needed a win after missing the first time. Eclipse, you're up. Eclipse is gonna take a five foot diagonal towards the Splatterman. Okay. Now I'm out of range of the rat. Yes. I absolutely hate this. Um <laughs> He's just warming up, baby. I know. I'm at four health already. Oh, you're We'll see what he chooses to do with that information. You shouldn't have told me that. I mean, like, come on. It's <laughs> not, that shouldn't be a surprise. We took a bunch of damage from rocks, but I have, I guess, I have options here of either I can fire something else at him again. Like, I can fire another energy ray, or I can cure myself, or I can rip up this book. This the is- choice is yours. I know. That's the power and beauty of tabletop RPGs is that you have options and you can do whatever you think your player might do. This has been a public service announcement. Run away! (laughs) Run away! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is, is E is a lot less worried about um, dying than I am worried about her dying. (laughs) Uh, Mostly because she knows she's with friends and she has a backup plan. So... Another pony? Uh, no, she's got bread <laughs> in her head. <laughs> so. The only the only thing that Ikmer knows. Yeah. Is that there's a pony in the back seat. 
I I think for yeah, no, I mean regardless, twenty points of damage will put me down even if I heal. So with that information being oh, known. There's another piece of information that I forgot to mention to you guys, which we will carry forward for the rest of this combat. All of the floor is difficult terrain after the ceiling fell. Oh, okay. so all of your five foot steps uh, beforehand are fine, but for the future, I forgot to mention that to you guys, and that's my bad. Oh no, it uh, unsuspectedly became difficult to walk. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> um, but I am going to uh, rip up a bunch, like rip up the book. First, you're going to make a will save. I will do that. Fuck. <laughs> oh no. I can't see it, but I can't think it's great. Uh what kind of effect is this? I suppose it's mind affecting. I th- I don't know why I asked. It's not going to matter. I have a 9 with mind affecting. So, I rolled a 3 on the die. I have a plus 4, a plus 2 if it's mind affecting. 9. And the rest of you hear this come out of Eclipse's mouth. Fuck you, Hain! I'm getting out of here any way I can. <laughs> it's either with you or without you, but you're not taking her. Because she's the only way I can get out. Catch you later. Maybe you can make it out on your own, but I doubt it. Eclipse, you move your full movement speed out of the room. As the lopper takes oh, control of you. boy. She would provoke from that rat, though. She would. Doesn't hit. Fucking Eclipse just pieced out. Matumbe, it's your turn. You saw me bring the book up over my head, and I was about to rip it, and then all of a sudden I started talking as though I was the lopper and pieced. Yeah, you're... You're already on thin ice with that whole talking like the lopper. <laughs> okay. Um, is there a check I can roll for a knowledge check I can roll for my letters on in the cell to know more about that? Yes. Like, okay, cool. I'm assuming knowledge religion. Yes. Cool. Uh, 12. 12, you can... One plus one equals two here, and see that each one of the Splatterman's magic missiles seems to be blowing right through you, causing this bleed effect and putting another letter on the wall. Also, for each of your turns, you know, you got that one point of bleed because none of you have healed. Yep, I'm taking it right now. Would 12 have been enough to know that if I attacked these letters like I attacked the last one, it would cancel or hurt him or something? No. Okay. Well, you know, that is... uh, Matube knows what he knows. He takes a five-foot step, which is just a full move action because it's difficult terrain, and then he's going to attack at the letters at the wall behind... that were shotgun blasted onto the wall behind him. Okay. It's just the letter M, right, I'm assuming? Yep, roll to attack. All right, it's a three off the die, but I am just hitting a wall, so that comes out to an 11. Yep, you got it. All right. I do seven points of damage. Okay. Anything happen? The letter disappears. Good to know. Do uh, Can I take a heal check to see if I'm going to keep bleeding? 
Yes. Okay. 10 on the die. That's a 14. You feel like your bleed has been cured. Excellent to know. And Matume is going to shout to the rest of the crowd. Eclipse, Lyra, the other one. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> the boy wonder, boy the, detective. The, the one who was trashing my detective skills earlier. If you attack your letters and do damage, you can get rid of them and stop the bleed damage. Yeah, that's, that's the end of my turn. I okay. Did like Ten things. Lyra, you're up. Lyra would like to do an, a knowledge check to see if eliminating the letter will hurt the lopper at all. You mean the splatter man? Yes. Sorry. Knowledge religion, please. Wow. Knowledge local or history for remembering names. Gosh. 21. 21. You know it won't. It does no damage to the splatter man. All right. In that case, Lyra is going to heal herself to stop the bleed damage then. So she'll use Cure Light Wounds. Maximum healing. So that's 11. Nice. 11. Okay. It's the splat of man's turn. And you know what it is. He's going to shoot an empowered magic missile at the party. One bolt to each person to continue that bleed. So let's see what we got. Why don't we do the one that matters most? Because he's been using maximized magic missiles, which do maximum damage. Empowered is not quite that powerful of a magic feat. What it does is it adds half of your roll damage to the damage. So let's see what he rolls on Eclipse. That's a four on the die. So that is going to be seven points of damage. I am down and bleeding. You are bleeding too now because you have not dealt with the first letter. Lyra, you're going to take three points of damage. Ikmer, you're going to take four points of damage. And Matumbe, you're going to take seven points of damage. Fuck. And the Splatterman just sneers at you. You weren't prepared for this one, were you? <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. It's Ikmer's turn. Um, not to be like that person that, I don't know, calls out that we haven't had homework assigned today or anything like that. But the rat hasn't gone yet. Oh, you're right. I, I thought you killed that one, but nope, he's still there. I'd Rats be happy to kill it. It would have to take a five-foot step up, by the way. Does he? Yeah, he it's around the corner oh, okay, of the gotcha. cell. Uh, he misses anyway, but that's what he's going to do. Okay. Ikmer is going to take his standard action to attack at that rat that is right in front of him. All right, this is uh, 17. Hits. Awesome. Maximum damage here. Dead. 
Yes. Well, 13 total. I know your maximum yeah. damage can kill it. Yeah. All right. Thank goodness. And to be uh, to be perfectly honest, Griffin, it was a little bit playing into my hand because if I would have had to take a five-foot step, I couldn't do a, an actual movement. You couldn't movement. take a five-foot step, yep. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, now I'm going to do that five-foot movement. To, or not, gee. I'm going to take my movement and get right up to Eclipse. Okay. So you move at half speed through difficult terrain. What is that? Oh, uh, 15 feet. Okay. So you're nearly there. And I imagine Ickmer's like, oh, I got her. Oh, uh, yes. Um, in the sense of or what Ickmer will say is... Matumbe, why don't you hit him with uh, that book spell you kind of got thing there? And Lyra, you ate him. I'll make sure you guys are okay here on the ground. I can't do it. I can't reach him up there. Okay. Eclipse, you take two points of bleed, and because you can't stabilize, you're knocked down another. What's that put you at? Negative seven. Negative seven. So things are getting pretty dire for Eclipse. Matumbe's up. Uh, do I take bleed? Yes. It was... Well, no, you, you destroyed the ladder. You're good. Okay, I didn't know if the, next, one point, the next one magic point missile created... Oh, he hit you again. Yeah, you, you get another M. Okay. So, yes, you are bleeding one. Okay. Fucking so, Christ. This is uh, also, I don't know if you knew this, Griffin, but Ikmer's full name is Ikmerius Maximus... Uh, Stratatorius. I'll make sure to write that on your tombstone. <laughs> Matumbe, what are you doing? Matumbe's low, man. He's got eight hit points left. I mean, one good blast from this guy will put him down. You guys, I can't, I can't take offensive action right now. I got to take, I got shit to take care of. Do it. Matumbe pulls out a, a potion of cure moderate wounds and chugs it. Okay, and that cures your bleeding as well. Yes, sir. Fucking terrible. Uh, seven points. This is going to enter the danger zone very fucking quickly. Lyra, do something. You have ghost touch arrows. You have plus one arrows. You have undead bane arrows. You could potentially do some damage here. Yes, she does. So, uh, just she's in that room. You're in a cell. You're going to want to move out if you're going to make a ranged attack. Okay. Which you can do because you have enough movement. So she only has 25. You can make it, it, even if you're in the doorway, you have a clear shot. Once you're, you just have to get out from around the, the bars of the prison. Otherwise, you're going to take cover penalties. Okay, perfect. So then... I know I still have both the ghost touch and the undead bane. Well, just ask which one is better. Yeah, I would use whichever one is better, but I would have to. Knowledge. Religion. How 21. 21. So with a 21, you would know that a ghost touch would do full damage 
an undead bane would do half damage because it's magical, but it would do an additional 2d6 of damage. So, honestly, kind of equivalent, maybe leaning towards the undead bane. Now, you only have a couple of those, but, but adding 2d6, you have the potential to add 12, which would go down to 6 damage on top of your regular damage. Yeah, that's what she's going to do. Okay, so she fires a shot. It's a 19. That will hit. Yes! I rolled horribly. Oh, no. Uh. It's an eight total, so that would be four. Noted. He's feeling uh, pretty healthy. Oh, yeah, and she would take the one bleed damage. Yes, she would. You know, you're... You're actually doing damage and stopping things here, so don't feel bad about that. It's Splatterman's turn. And unfortunately, he's got one more empowered magic missile that he's going to fire off at the standing party members. I'm going to roll a D3 to see who gets two missiles. One is Matumbe, two is Ikmer, and three is Lyra. Take your pick who goes down. I do like this D3. It's a pretty cool die. Three on the die. So let's take care of Lyra's damage first since she's getting two. Eight points of damage. She's not unconscious yet. All right. Matumbe takes... There you go. Three points of damage. Okay. And Ikmer takes four points of damage. You each okay. all Lyra is now at bleed three as L E I are written on the wall. Ikmer is at I K, I believe, and Matumbe is at M O. And somebody needs to save Eclipse's life because she is going to die in probably two rounds. She uh, I guess with this uh this bleed round damage, I believe, at negative nine. Confirm? Yeah. And Ikmer is also taking his two bleed damage. Haley, what's Eclipse's con? Well, it doesn't really matter because Ikmer is going to... Uh, I know what you're going to do. I'm just curious. Whose turn is it? It's mine. Okay. It Ikmer's. is Ikmer's turn. What is Ikmer doing? Five foot step and then uh, shoving that uh, potion of cure mod into Ikmer, or, uh, Eclipse's Eclipse mouth. Okay, what does she heal for? Not bad, not bad. Nine on the die, so that would be... Eleven? Eleven. So Eclipse is, like, gasps. So I'm back to and is conscious health points. All right. And is no longer bleeding. It is Eclipse's turn. Oh, and then uh, as she gets up, Ikmer is going to say, But I expect one of those uh, gear moderates right back pretty pretty soon now. But, but you need to help us, Eclipse. That wasn't very nice <laughs> of him. Okay, so what is Eclipse doing? I want to know what... Can I do? 
Am I going to have to make a will save to do something right now? Because technically, if I am possessed, it lasts until the next sunrise. So the way I'm playing is it is once you reach below a certain hit point threshold, which you are currently still at, the lopper is going to try and take control. If you roll poorly, he's going to try and get you out of there. Right. Because that's what he said he would do. Right. And that's that's fine. So he's not that fully means- possessing you, but he is possessing you for an action if he believes that you're going to die. Which is fine, but that means my first thing would be make a will save. Yes, it would. Okay. So there's no point in me saying what I'm going to do if I just roll poorly. 11, and then if it's mind affecting, 13. But it's a DC 16, isn't it? Uh, so you see this gleam in Eclipse's eyes as she stands up. And then you see the blood from Ikmer and from Lyra begin to slough off their bodies and move around Eclipse. And that is your turn. I'm done. Actually, you would move to the exit. I mean, not the exit of the room, but the exit of the cell. So you'd actually move towards the splatter man. Okay. She has difficult movement, so she wouldn't be able to She would be able to move 10 feet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Matumbe, you are now within 30 feet. You take bleed damage. Uh, yes. Yes, I do. For this round, Eclipse, you are healed too. As a player... Did you realize? <laughs> <laughs> did you realize that he used his ability to heal you from our blood that was bleeding? Uh, absolutely, awesome. it was very obvious. Awesome, I- incredibly obvious. Matumbe, take your turn. Loved it, every minute. <laughs> I got to I got to do something against this guy. We got to get. Yeah, he's taking gotta, what? Twelve nothing. points of damage. All right. Um, he has really laid the hurt on him. Yeah, it doesn't seem like we actually have. Uh, Matume is gonna go up five. We're, I'm, I'm counting through del- for, through double four um, rough terrain. terrain. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, and then he's going to cast his disrupt undead at it. Okay. Hmm. Is this creature undead? Yes, it is. Okay. You've done it. He looks like a ghost. All right. Type. So uh, twelve against touch does not hit. All right. Well, then nothing happens. Lyra, you're up. Oh. So Lyra has three out of the five letters of her name written. And when she cast Cure Light Wounds, it didn't remove any of the letters? The letters are removed. You stop bleeding. Oh, okay. Um, so then she is going... When you heal, they're gone. Okay. So then she will cast Cure Light Wounds on herself again because one more hit from him and she could go down. Okay. And then does she move at all? <laughs> Not a good heal? At no, least you stopped the bleeding. Minimum. Min? Yeah. Uh, uh, but. What's that? Four for four, you? Four. Yeah. yeah. She's going to stay where she is because she can still hit him with the crossbow. Does she take the three bleed at the beginning of her turn? Yes. Bleed uh-huh. happens at the uh, beginning of your turn, I guess, for uh, Pathfinder rules. So. 
for any of those wondering. Thanks for the you clarification. I mean, it's important though. Like, if important. you were to say like about to bleed out, it's the beginning of your turn. Yeah, so I, I canceled out that bleed damage then that That's I just okay. took. But, yep. It's important for me though, actually, for Ikmer. That's all she's doing. <laughs> well, did I heal three from Lyra's three? Yes. You're within 30 feet of all the other players, so anytime they bleed for this round, you're healing. All right, cool. The splatter man drops down next to Matumbe. It's been nice, guys. You holy man of phrasma. Such a mistake coming here. <laughs> and he reaches out and attempts to touch you. I fear you not in this life. I will not fear you in the next. Does a 16 hit your touch AC? I touch as a 14. Wait! But I have protection from evil, and it's probably already factored in because it's factored in everywhere else. Never mind. It doesn't. It does hit. Make me a will save. A very important will save. I think you have a harrow card if you wanted to use it. You are I going sure to do. want to use this harrow card because I am using Touch of Corruption. 3d6 or <laughs> oh 6d6 of damage. It's all right. Yeah, I'll go ahead and use it. <laughs> all right. And before Steve rolls this roll... I need everybody to finish your drink because we're going fucking long. Let's go. I knew it. 